Kaylee. And I'm Bree. And we are Paranoia Percentage. We're just three girls who are a little anxious about our world. And this is our fourth episode, so if you don't know what we do here, we're fascinated by cryptids, conspiracy theories, and everything weird. So today we're going to talk about Flat Earth, uh, which is a, a theory. It is a theory. I've got a theory. It could be bunnies. What is that from? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, Tony will be so disappointed if you guys. Well, he's probably just going to force us to watch it. Yeah. So, I mean, Definitely. it shouldn't, it shouldn't <laughs> be too terribly much of a problem. <laughs> Flat Earth is, well, it is a conception of Earth's shape that the Earth itself is not a sphere, but instead it's... Um, a plane or a disc. Some people think it's like shaped like a plate. Ancient cultures, especially in Greece and the Bronze Age and the Iron Age, etc., etc., tended to believe this theory, especially when they thought that the Earth was the center of the universe, um, because that's all they saw was things going around the Earth. Right. So it was sort of assumed, and they believed that the Earth was flat. But then the idea of the spherical Earth came about in about the 6th century BC, and that's when the first people started to believe that maybe the Earth was spherical-shaped. But today, especially recently, with the rise of YouTube conspiracy theories, a lot of people are starting to believe that maybe we are being misled, and that the Earth is actually, in fact, still flat. Still flat? Or has always been flat. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, But that... Just clarifying. We should continue the belief system that it's flat. Okay. And that the Earth is, in fact, not spherical. We are going to do our best to reserve judgment as much as we can with this episode because we want to be respectful. We don't want to discount anybody's beliefs. Um, We'll we'll do our percentage thing at the end, but yeah, we want to be as both sides of it as we can be, as as middle of the road as possible to use my politician references. Yeah, Yeah. non-biased. Exactly. So so we're going to present some theories as to why the Earth may in fact Mm -hmm. be flat, but also I think... I believe all three of us have some refuting evidence as well yes. as to why the Earth may, in fact, be sphere. Well, again, we gotta we have to do both sides. We right. have to do the why it's flat, and we have to do the why it's not flat. The modern flat Earth belief, uh, like like what they currently believe, I say they, the, the people who believe in the flat Earth uh, theory, um, it started with uh, an English writer named Samuel, I'm going to butcher this name, Samuel Robotham. Uh, who lived from 1816 to 1884. Yeah, I'm not good at pronouncing people's last names. And he did some experiment called the Bedford Level Experiment, which I didn't have a lot of information on. I think you had a little bit more, Brie. Do you? No? No? Okay. Not on the experiment, no. Okay. What is that? Uh, I have theory, but not I don't know exactly. The, uh, the article that I was looking at did not really go into depth on it. it we could look that up real quick yeah, if you'd like. Know. Yeah, okay. So, do you know where this began? Robotham published uh, a pamphlet called Zetetic Astronomy, which I know that Brie has some stuff on the Zetetic method, which we'll get into that in a minute. But uh, he did, he published that pamphlet, and then he wrote a book called Earth Not a Globe, which proposed the idea that Earth was a flat disk centered at the North Pole, and that the southern edge uh, of the Earth was a wall of ice known as Antarctica. But he also, uh, said that the sun and moon were 3,000 miles above Earth, and that the cosmos was 3,100 miles above the Earth. When did you say he published this? 1881. Thank you. 
Getting back to the Bedford level experiment. Yes, please. Uh, it is a series of observations carried out along a six mile or 9.7 kilometer length of the old Bedford River Ooh. on the Bedford level of the Cambridge Cambridgeshire Fens in the United Kingdom during the 19th and early 20th centuries to measure the curvature of the earth. My friend Joe is going to hear this and destroy us on your pronunciation of Cambridgeshire. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it took me a second, but it's I okay. It okay. It's okay. Um, I'm sure he'll email me and correct us. Robotham. <laughs> hey. You might get you might get emailed about that. I too. probably will. I probably Robo will. Bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, yes. Yeah, hey, that is, that's canon. His name is Robo Bottom from now on. So, we'll call him Robo Bottom. So anyway, Robo Bottom uh, basically inspired <laughs> uh, a man named Samuel Shenton uh-huh. to uh, start the Flat Earth Society in yep. 1956. Yep. However, that society in particular was disbanded after... Um, Wait, isn't there still a Flat Earth Society? There is. But yeah, that no, absolutely. Yeah. That particular Flat Earth Society, the one started in 1956 was disbanded, I think, after the moon landing. There are actually oh. multiple Flat Earth societies, like, like Flat Earth clubs. You know, it, that makes sense. And a lot, There's of, a lot of them are based in social mm-hmm. media. Right, but I, I yeah. thought the Flat Earth Society The official like Flat Earth Society does exist, yes. Oh. That is yeah. a thing. But I, I did use their website to research this episode. The one that was started in 1956, like the official first one, disbanded after the moon landing, because, like, how could... I mean, that's another conspiracy theory that we'll get into at some point is the, the yeah. moon landing. Right, actually, I, I have You're going to go into it a little bit? bit. Okay. A tiny bit. On we this. will probably do a full expanded episode of that at some point, so get, get excited for that. Because I almost think it's true. Okay. We will, we will get into that. We got to do that. We got to do Nessie. We got to do Marilyn Monroe, JFK, RFK, all that good stuff. Which are hellhounds. Yes, we have to do hellhounds. Yeah. You've got so much to look forward to, fans. Okay, so... There are certain groups among the people who believe uh, the flat earth theory. Flat earth theory, flat earth conspiracy, however you want to verbalize it, same principle. So there are verses in the Bible that I did look up that do kind of, sort of support the flat earth theory. And a lot of people who believe in it will use this as their basis as to why they agree with it. So there was quite a few. There was like 15 verses that I found. A lot of them were repeating the same thing over and over. And then some of them, in my opinion, was kind of grasping at straws a little bit. Like, they're like, oh, oh, yes, this verse says this. And I'm like, well, is that what it's saying, though? Because that's, that, uh, you're stretching. You're, you're, you're reaching a little bit. Okay, well, so the verses that I have don't reach. Yeah, yeah. I think the, that's also the thing about the Bible is that there's so many different translations. Yes. That so many different people yeah. reach for it in different right. ways. Right, which will not get into the Bible in this episode. I don't know if we'll ever do anything on that one because that that's not it's not a conspiracy. No, <laughs> that's a that's a religion. There's a difference. We try and be as respectful as we can. So we are going to start with First Chronicles sixteen thirty. If y'all would turn in your uh, in your Bibles to this, oh, yeah, to that page. Bible. Let me get my Bible. <laughs> you don't have to. You can I if you want to. All right, cool. Bree is right. getting a Bible. We're getting into Bree this. Had a Bible. All right. So, First Chronicles sixteen thirty says, "Tremble before him, all the earth. The world is firmly established; it cannot be moved." So, I don't think that that means 
the Earth is flat. The Earth is firmly established. The Earth is firmly established. It cannot be moved. And they're saying flat because round Earth would spin, would turn on its axis, right? And this says it cannot be moved, so therefore it can't spin. So that's why, because there's the theory of the sun being like a man-made thing that just kind of like moves around the, there's there's pictures online, you can find this, there's like a whole diagram thing. I have a question. Yes. Can't a disc spin? Yes, theoretically. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't uh, suggest to me that it would mean flatter. Right. Right. I I agree with you. I'm just saying what they, what, what they're saying, you know. I uh, just want the facts to be out there. I thought you were drinking my coffee. <laughs> that is also your coffee that I made that you made for me. All right. <laughs> I was like, hey. I was like, <laughs> so the next one is Isaiah eleven twelve. Uh, he will raise a banner for the nations and gather the exiles of Israel. He will assemble the scattered people of Judah from the four quarters of the earth. The four corners of the earth. Quarters. 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 There's another one that says corners. That one says quarters. There's another verse that says corners. So it is interchangeable corners Wait, and quarters. Are they, are they two different verses or are they two there different are translations? Two, no, there are two different verses that say basically the same thing. One oh. of them says quarters and one of them says corners. Interesting. Okay. I did not put the other verse in because there was a bunch, there was a lot of verses that were basically saying the same thing over and over again. So I did not put in all of those. So they're suggesting that if the earth is flat, then it has... Quarters, corners, corners, or quarters. Mm-hmm. So four, which implies not a disc, but a like sheet of paper. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So the next one is Job twenty-eight twenty-four. For he views the ends of the earth and sees everything under the heavens, implying that the earth ends. He being God. So he goes to the edges. Yeah. Says he sees the ends of the earth. Yeah. But wouldn't that just be the horizon? Or. The end of the planet. This is this is what's known as biblical literalism. The ends of the earth, where the earth ends. Well, I'm thinking of that scene of Forrest Gump where he's saying he doesn't know where the sky ends and the earth began, mm-hmm. uh, or however he says it. Right. So, like, it looks like if you're looking off into the horizon, it looks like the earth drops off. Yeah, it because does. Technically, it does. Yeah. Like, it's a, an entirely curved surface, so no matter where you are on the planet, it does drop off. Right. But even if you're talking about a a literal Bible verse, it would still seem as though mm-hmm. the earth ended. Yeah. So, okay, I, I, get, I get that one, but okay. again, it doesn't strike me as saying that the earth is flat. It's more, sounds more like, I'm looking at the end of the earth. It looks like the end of the earth. That yeah. or... From, I agree with you, but I also see what they're saying here. Yeah. Yeah. That, or from my religious perspective, mm-hmm. it's that God can see the end of the earth as we know it, like the end of yes. the world. That is another possible translation. That's yeah. what I'm more seeing it as. Yep. Instead he can of, see our future. Exactly. Yes. The future of the earth. He can yeah. see the future of the earth and how it's going to end. And exactly. I, I agree with you. I think that's what it is. I think that's what, I think that's what it was written yeah. to be. I think. But again, it's the difference between... Biblical interpretation and, and biblical literalism. literalism. Yeah. I am an interpretationist. I am not a literalist. I agree. But, you know, to each their own. There is a similar one. This is also in Job. Uh, Job 37.3. He unleashes his lightning beneath the whole heaven and sends it to the ends of the earth. So, again, that's the ends of the earth. Uh, and then the next one is Matthew 4.8. 
Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. So that implies that you can see the entire earth from this high mountain. Um, and then the last one that I wrote down was Psalms 75.3. When the earth and all its people quake, it is I who hold its pillars firm, which the earth is on pillars, which this goes into, um, there is a series of sci-fi books by, uh, I always get mixed up Terry Pratchett and Terry Goodkind, but I believe it's Terry Pratchett. Correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, but I'm pretty sure it's Terry Pratchett. It has a series of books in which the Earth is a disc that is on the back of four elephants moving through space. Yes. Uh, I do not think that the people who subscribe to the Flat Earth Theory believe that this is yeah, a fact. Oh, this is a sci-fi novel, but yeah, it is a sci-fi novel based on the Flat Earth Theory. Yeah, I think it's... A, I think it's called science fiction for a reason. Right, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I think the flat earthers would agree with that. Like, yes, believe yeah, I don't think that anybody earth. believes that this book is, is fact. I think it's just, this is like Terry Pratchett's version of this theory. And if you do, that's fine, just tell us why. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to hear it. No, we're never going to laugh at anybody and make fun of anybody, whether we agree with you or not. We want to know why you believe the things you believe, honestly. Like, we're seriously curious. Again, that statement isn't totally true, the, the aliens behind the moon thing. We okay, totally laughed fine. at you. We did laugh at that. I'm sorry. Okay. We apologized for laughing at it. We're trying to be respectful. I'm a little not sorry, though. Okay. I'm a lot not sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Methods um, and facts. I also don't ever regret things, really. I don't have many regrets in my oh, life. Oh, God, I do. Me, I too. It keeps me up at night. Some stupid things. Yep. I don't really. If I felt so strongly about something in that moment that I believed in doing it, then I don't want to go back on that. Yeah, I get that. But we've already had this discussion. I think we, we learn lessons from everything. I agree. So, Zetetic Method. Um... <laughs> seen us go see it <laughs> yeah because it's basically like a big a big part of us is that like they uh, yeah well the they cer there are certain characters who cannot talk and that is their way of communicating so they're they're calling to each other and it's uh, uh, and so we started <laughs> doing that pretty religiously yeah um, it's pretty it's literally been every time we've seen each other since uh, <laughs> and multiple times at every time we've yep. seen each other it's fun. Um, so, uh, back to back to business. Yes, please. The Zetetic method um, is basically the opposite of the scientific method. But anyway, so instead of the scientific method, uh -huh. uh, which um, uses you know science to prove a theory, uh huh, hypotheses, hypotheses and, and yeah. the experimentation, yep. and all of that kind of fun right, stuff. Right, right, right. This method states that a human's senses are what need to be considered the truth. But there's a reason why we have invented tools for measurement. Oh, yes, I know. Because the human senses are not accurate. Oh, okay. But, for example, our personal perception of Earth, so, like, when we're on okay. Earth, yeah. is that it's flat. So, like, we're walking Right, on we're it. walking on a flat it's surface, flat. yes. Yeah. And then when we're looking out into the horizon, it looks flat. Sometimes. Right, okay. 
Um, I'm with you. So they're saying trust your senses yeah, over measurement tools. Human perception should be trusted over scientific measurement tools. Why? Okay. Because uh, Samuel Robotham says so. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So Any, anybody it. out there listening to this who who does believe the flat earth theory, please explain to us the why on that because we're not getting a lot of answers is, on in our research I think it is and actually, I would like to know I think it is actually also that they think that it's a conspiracy okay because like the people who use the measurement tools we're not the ones using the measurement right tools. it's scientists yeah using the measurement tools but, that tell us the measurements we can actually use measurement tools I mean there are apps for it especially the horizon thing there are apps that show the degree in which we are off if we're looking straight and it looks straight to us the app will show just how off we are by the angle so we can use those I mean they would probably say that the app was yeah exactly because it would have been created by people with scientific backgrounds would it not yes yeah I kind of get the whole um, census thing because mm-hmm. um, and I get the whole not trusting what other people are telling you and trusting right. yourself. I get that. And yeah, I get absolutely. That Te- technically speaking, anything that we know, anything that we perceive, anything that we feel are just, you know, sensors that go to our brain and our brain interprets it. Okay. So potentially reality is only what we perceive. Okay. But that's been, I mean, there's no way to technically prove that what we perceive is not reality. Right. But that's, that's a really, it's, that's. That's the thing that kind of makes it not really a theory, because technically a theory is falsifiable. That's not falsifiable, so it can't be a theory. Okay. Wait, so what's not falsifiable? A theory has to be falsifiable. No, there has no to she's be asking what is, what is not oh, falsifiable and yeah, therefore not um, a theory. That perception is reality. Oh, yeah. That's the thing that they're, they're kind of using is, like, it's a method. So instead of, like, conducting a st- experiments and everything... Yeah, there's no experiments involved in this, is there? Exactly. Okay. It's based solely off of perception. Okay. And so according to people that believe in the flat Earth theory, mm-hmm. all of their perceptions of the Earth is that it looks and feels flat, therefore right. it is flat. Which it does look and feel flat. Yeah, to us. Yes. Which is another thing that I'll explain. Right. And actually... It also doesn't take much to disprove human senses. For example, like... Well, yeah, I mean, my so senses, my, my anxiety, my senses tell me that, you know, you guys well, no, hate me, but senses. I know that you guys don't hate me. Yeah. So, like, you, you can't really... Exactly, that's my we point. We loathe you so much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I can't get it. We love you, not loathe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. But see, my point, though, it stands, like, anxiety tells you things. Your senses tell you things that aren't necessarily true. No, I'm saying the five senses. So, not like anxiety or spidey sense, anything like that. It's not those senses. It's the five senses. My anxiety is a spidey sense. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Okay. I'm gonna call it that. Exactly. I love that. That's what I call it. I love that. My spidey senses are tingling. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, there, there my are, spidey senses tell me everyone hates me, yeah. and I hate them too. <laughs> there are well over five senses too. There are at least twenty five. Well, I'm defined saying, ones. I'm saying like the actual like. like Ooh, I want to you know, hear about that. Senses, like yeah, the, there are a lot of like, senses: sight, smell, hearing, taste. The those five senses. big ones. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. five big senses. Yeah. The synthetic the method is based off of those five. It's based off of. Sight, smell, 
taste, touch, what's the other one? Hearing, the one that I have a problem with. <laughs> what's, what are the other ones? Because I've never heard that before. I've only yeah, known the main one, ones. Uh, there, I mean, of course, the, the big five. And yeah. then there's um, balance is a sense. Okay. Hunger is a sense. Okay. Doesn't make sense. Um, honestly, I, I can't remember, but there's there's a lot of them that are I'm going to have to do some Googling then. Them that are, um, that's so cool. I've never like heard of anything food. like that. There's a ton of senses. That's Everybody awesome. that's going, oh, the sixth sense, but. There are so many senses. Well, the sixth sense is being able to see dead people. Right. Right. But there are so many senses <laughs> that there is, in fact, a sixth sense, and yeah. a seventh one, and an eighth one, and a ninth one. Yeah. Okay, but uh, back to business. Yes. So, basically, the Zetetic Method. to my, back to <laughs> This is why we can't get anything done. It's true. This I'll, is why I, we can't have nice things. I cut out a lot of stuff. You guys, you have no idea some of the craziness no, that happens in this room. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, the the zetetic method <laughs> uses the five senses right. to determine what is true and what is not. Okay. However, there are many, many ways to prove that those those senses are deceiving you in some way. Right. Uh, for example, like optical illusions. The need for glasses or hearing aids or hearing aids. Please, me. <laughs> um, what's up? Yeah. Okay. So if it's uh, if what is what you perceive is the truth, then if I didn't have glasses on, let's say I take my glasses off, mm-hmm. does the world suddenly literally become fuzzy because I perceive it as fuzzy? Well, I think the thing would be that the world is fuzzy and putting glasses on your face changes, changes your, your perception, perception and therefore is a tool. The glasses would be a tool. So the glasses are scientific. Exactly. And what you're seeing, the fuzz, is what actually exists. But then how I think. come other people with 20-20 vision see the world not fuzzy, and I see it fuzzy, but we're on the same earth. Because we all perceive the, the earth differently. Then wouldn't that mean that we're in a simulation and it's all in our heads? Yes. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I'm sorry. Okay, That's exactly what it means. Because <laughs> Kaylee believes in the simulation. I do. Okay, but basically uh, there's quite a few ways that you can trick your five main senses. Okay. For example, like take sensory marketing. Sensory marketing? Sensory marketing. It's basically where you make a store, like, feel nice, like it's not too hot, it's not too cold. You put, like, pictures of models that are in it that are really attractive. You play certain music. You do all of these things to make the atmosphere, make the person want to buy something. So a lot of businesses use that. Like, yeah. Like, an extreme example is, like, Hollister. You know how you walk See, that Hollister. has the opposite effect for me. That smell drives me away exactly. from the store. that's why I'm saying it's yeah. an extreme example. Yeah. Um, well, like, they Walmart... they started it a long time ago, and at first, like, it was pretty good, because they yeah. were only using, like, minor scents, they weren't having the music so loud, but now they are marketing towards a crowd that is younger, that is, mm-hmm. like, that want their parents to want to buy these things. So they're turning the music up louder, they're making the scent stronger, they're making the actors, like, or not actors, they're making the, which that's another theory we'll get into, they're making the models and everything younger, they're making them I, I think that very, to them. very recently, though, they've changed that up a little bit, and they're not spraying the smell as much and not, you know doing the whole model thing. Because it is taking people, it's pushing people away. Especially since it became a meme on the internet, how exclusionary they are. Yeah. Um, Well, So now I think very recently they've started to change their tune a little bit. That is only one example. Yeah. But but that Um, makes sense though, because if you put 
Uh, and the uh, Good Mythical Morning did this. They did a, a smell taste test thing where they have these little hats under their nose, where you, like a visor, and they put uh, something on the visor part for them to smell, and then they would eat something without seeing what they were eating, and it would change the taste of what they were eating, and you exactly. couldn't tell what they were eating because they were smelling something different on their visor. Exactly. That's, so yeah, you can totally trick your senses. There's many ways that you can trick your senses, but sensory marketing is a really, really big one that I'm kind of using in conjunction with the Zetetic method, mm -hmm. just because there is so, like, there is so many ways that you can trick all five senses to make you believe a completely different thing. You could see an item on a shelf that is not using a sensory marketing technique and say, I don't really want this, but then in a store where you feel comfortable, you're relaxed, you have multiple attractive people talking to you, then you I mean, but beauty apt. is subjective, though. Yeah, of course. However, there is a societal standard of beauty, and once you see someone who is societally beautiful, then you're probably going to be like, okay. Well, they have to appeal to the majority of people. The majority of people have a general sense of what's attractive, i.e. like symmetrical faces. I mean, I think um, what I bodies. find attractive is not what the general population finds attractive. Exactly. So. I think that's all three of us, but I think yeah. that's because we're different kinds of girls. But you yes. need to appeal to masses if you're marketing. Yeah, I mean, exactly. for one thing, most people think Ed Sheeran is kind of funny looking. I think he's adorable. I think he's adorable, too. Mm, but I, I find him a little funny looking. I don't like him, <laughs> I don't like him because of his looks, though. I like him because of his Voice. Yeah, I fell in love with me. the way he looks because of his voice. Yes, yeah, absolutely. His voice does things to me. Same girl. <laughs> it does. It does. Like said, does things to me. He's like, hot. Like he his is, voice hot. is hot. Meh, meh. I, Have you never heard okay. me love? I, yeah, I've heard him sing. His his it. older stuff. This new album, I don't really care much for. Honestly, honestly if it's Ed Sheeran, I'm probably gonna like it. I think Shape of You is one of the worst things I've ever heard. That's overplayed. And I love him. Yeah. I thought that the first time I heard it, though. Yeah. For me, it's I just... No offense, overplayed. Ed Sheeran. I think you're wonderful. That song is not good. I do like dancing. You, you were song. appealing to the masses, and I don't like it. Well, you gotta make money somehow. <laughs> he already has enough. I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. But, um, uh, But I wanted to say, uh... Walmart does that uh, marketing thing yeah, with, well, but when you walk in, like if it's cold, really, really cold outside and you walk in their doors, they've got their heat right there in the doorway. So that the second you walk in, you're like, oh, I'm warm. And it does the same thing with when you go back outside, you hit that warm again and then you're instantly freezing cold the second you get out and you're like, oh, maybe I want to go back in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that it's, that's, that's sensory marketing. Exactly. That's that, my like, point. Yeah. If you walk into a place and you're comfortable, it yep. makes you want to be there. Yeah. And so that's another way that your brain is tricked by your five senses. Yeah. It makes you think things. Yep. Even though, like, because your senses are seeing one thing. Right. Well, a lot of restaurants will do, like, the opposite, where, because they want you to eat and get out. Yeah. So yeah. they make it cold in there. Movie yep. theaters do the same thing. They yep. don't want you hanging around after the movie. Because right. you're cold. Yep. Or you've got to pee or whatever, and you've got to leave. So they make, they make it chilly in there for the purpose of That's true. When I'm cold, I do have to well. pee more. I mean, yeah. that, is also, that is also sensory marketing, in, in a sense. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's the, the opposite. opposite. Yeah, marketing. But, like, it, it's to get, it is marketing in the sense that you get, uh, You get more people in more because you've people, got people out of the way. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, what is yeah. it called? Uh, uh, so turnover. Still, turnover, so it's still yeah. still a marketing turnover. technique. Yes. 
But anyway, yeah, totally. so yeah, that is the Zetetic method. Awesome. Uh, I think it's. I think there's merit to it. I think that the Zetetic method could be used for certain things. I think emotional things the Zetetic method should be used for, rather than theories that are trying to be proven as facts. Right, because we have tools for that, and and as you've said with the marketing thing. Our senses are so easily fooled. Exactly. Yeah. And so many people's senses see different things. True. Like, I could see something as a light blue, and Rochelle could see it as, like, a turquoise. Like, yep. a blue-green. Or, like, Kaylee could see it as a green. Like, we could see it as three completely different things. Yep. And that's okay, because humans mm -hmm. perceive things differently. Yep. So that's why, as far as using the Zetetic method to prove things about our planet, yeah, it's getting into sticky territory, yeah, to say the least. Yeah, you're right. So one of the big things that modern let's save the horizon one for the end because I got one too. Okay, I gotcha. So anyway, one of the big reasons that ooh, I took up my hearing aid and the world has changed. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the world is very different right now. The world has changed. Um, I feel it in the water. I don't think you guys understand. Like, when no, I, I get it. It's like the difference. I feel it in the air. I smell it in the air. Like, the air. Like, oh my god, I just got a Lord of the Rings quote wrong. What's wrong with me? For like a long time. I would die one time my glasses were broken and I had to go a whole day without them. Oculus repair. And it was. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, I had to go a whole day a couple of years ago without glasses and I am so blind. I can't walk around without them, so somebody had to lead me the whole day. Ooh. Because I'm, I'm yep. actually Legally blind. blind. Yep. Yeah. Um, even with glasses, I can't get totally to 2020. Yeah. Because my eyes are so bad. So it was, it was not a good day. But then the next day, toward the middle of the day, I ended up getting my new glasses, and yeah, it was like. And once you insane. put them on, the world changes. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's basically what happens to me every time I take on and off my hearing aid, yeah. is that the entire world, like, like sight is, I guess, one thing, because, like, really, I think it's one of those senses that, like, you depend on, certainly, but, I like, think different people depend on different senses. Yeah, because I depend on my hearing a lot, but, like... See, I think I'm a more visual person. I can't say it. Yeah. We're way off topic. Yeah, we are. Um, <laughs> facts. Um, okay, so back to, uh, back to the actuals. You really should listen to Potterless. Yes. yes. Really should. It's a good one. But, yeah, so, um, Rochelle, you were talking about Antarctica, uh, when we yes. first started the podcast. I did mention that. To elaborate. Yeah, because I found this fascinating, actually. Yeah, most flat earth, uh, believers... Uh, claim that Antarctica is actually a giant wall of ice okay. that was built to keep us from falling off the face of the planet. Yeah. So if the planet tilts, oh, so man-made. Yes. Yes, and they believe that there are um, people, government employees, NASA employees. It varies. I'll talk about that in a second. Who guard the border? Yeah. The wall. Like the I ice said, wall. I'll talk about it's that. It's very in a Game of Thrones. Because different people believe different things right, as far as exactly, that goes. Right, exactly, yes. Basically, if the planet tilts in any way... Why would it tilt? That's um, terrifying. Because, uh, like, Earth... Because, you know, our, our... I don't know, tell me. Within the dome of, of the, the domed atmosphere on the flat Earth, 
the gravity is simulated. It is a man-made construct is what a lot of people believe. But so if it tilted, it wouldn't really matter. We wouldn't go anywhere because our gravity is, it goes toward the disk, no matter what, where you are in the, because if, if gravity was okay, organic on a flat earth, we would all go toward the center of the disk and we would all be on flat falling backward. Yeah. So gravity is constructed. It's a simulated gravity. So if the disk tilted, no matter where you were, you wouldn't be able to tell that the disk tilted because you yourself would be tilting with it. Right. Um, so I guess okay. instead, I'm trying to demonstrate, but it's it's hard to do on the podcast. Yes. Yeah. So I guess you can't instead, see the visual. Instead, um, why they believe the another reason that they could believe the uh, wall was built was so that we wouldn't walk off the face of the earth. Right. I mean, if the earth is flat, that's a real possibility. Or yeah. sail off of it or something. Right. Or sail off Well, of it they or... did used to believe that people sailed off the, the edge of the so, earth. Yeah, they what? did. That was a when, thing, when, yeah. When flat earth births, like, was first a thing mm-hmm. a very long time yeah. ago. Right, when we were still in the exploration stage and colonies and all that. Yeah, yeah. so if a boat went missing... Exactly. Exactly. It sailed off the side. That's where the saying... Because that was pre-wall. The face of the earth yeah. came from. So, right. well, how is the ice wall going to keep planes from going off the side? Uh, they, it could be a very large ice wall. Because, here's another thing, to back up the, this part of the theory, they say that no one has ever crossed the whole continent. So, like, no one has ever seen this wall, how big it is, how, how far it extends. Except for the people who are guarding it. Yeah. Which could be paid NASA or government employees. CIA or something. True. Yeah. But, again, there's been, you know, supposedly there's never been anyone who's crossed the entire continent, never been anyone who's stayed on the continent, you know, all well, there, of those things. There are people who live on Antarctica. That's what I'm going to do. Okay, sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> let me finish my theories before asking <laughs> questions. Okay, go ahead. So, yes, you're right. There are people that live on Antarctica. There are people who have been there and have been, like, documented there, mm-hmm. which photos, photos could be doctored. But, anyway, back to, back to reality. Oop, there goes gravity. gravity. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Shoes. We love you so much. I had never heard him say that. I want to go. You're not, not caught, you're not caught up. You're not caught up. No, you're still behind. I need a... I need to catch up. I am caught up. I want to go home. You are home. No, I'm not. Home is where the heart is, and my heart is not with you people. (gasps) Burn. (laughs) Getting y'all back for early. Podcast over. Henceforth, (laughs) it will just be Rochelle and Kaylee. There will be no more Brie. So anyway, there have been many, many people who have crossed the whole continent. There is, in fact, a radio shack. An abandoned radio shack, which, like, is, like... There are lots of abandoned radio shacks. You're going to have to be more specific. Wait, on Antarctica? Yes. Thank you. That's what I needed. (laughs) Yeah. There's an abandoned... No, like, radio shack. Like, an actual radio shack. Oh. No! Uh, I thought you meant radio radio shack! shack. I got really blown away from (laughs) radio shack. I was like, oh my god. I was like, that's a ploy for something, I swear. Radio Shack. I thought you meant Radio Shack. Radio. Too. That's what no. I was picturing. Oh I was picturing this like giant chunk of ice with a Radio Shack like coming out. Of it. No, don't 
Yeah, I was thinking, like, if that is not a government, like, facade, <laughs> I... Yeah, because like, Radio Shack doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> but there's one in Antarctica. <laughs> there's one in Antarctica. <laughs> well, it's abandoned, so I guess that would support you guys' theory even more. <laughs> that would have been insane. So, anyway, <gasps> no, it's a real Radio that Shack. So okay, cool. I meant a radio shack. One in okay. which they use to radio back yes. and forth. Oh, that God. makes way more sense. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, so there was a Radio Shack, like a real Radio okay. Shack. Okay. Okay. Seems like y'all are the ones that are crazy. Don't um, no, go for it. Okay. But there was also a tiny. This is also abandoned, but a tiny Soviet research lab that also included a bust of Vladimir Lenin at the Southern Pole of Inaccessibility, which is a scientific point of which there is. A bunch of like evidence. Yeah, evidence of the Earth being round. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot around the Southern Pole of inaccessibility that do in- that does in fact prove that the Earth is round. But uh, so yeah, that's that's my Antarctica bit. Okay. Cool. And I think I have one more thing here. So uh, another thing is that uh, when pictures are taken of the horizon, it's not curved. Okay. So, uh, this is, this is a point that was brought up by a prominent flat earth believer okay. and rapper B.O.B. Okay. Yeah, you guys would know him from, uh, the song Airplanes. Oh, no, no. I heard of him when doing research for this episode. Oh. I'd never heard of him before this. I know him from his song Airplanes that he did uh, with Haley Williams. Airplanes and nice style, style, like shooting stars. Yeah, he's from that guy. He, he's, he's from, from that, that guy. From that guy. <laughs> no, he's, he's that guy from that song. Okay. Um, okay, I've heard that song. Yeah, exactly. That's him. Okay. So that guy is saying he recently posted That's a, a decent photograph. Song, actually. Yeah, I love that oh. song. Apparently, I love it. apparently, I, like it. I wouldn't like this guy because he's just again seeming like kind of a kind of a mean person as far as like talking about people that believe different things. He's not him. being respectful, like we're trying to be. No, he's not. Okay. And he's he basically posted a photograph of himself on a hill. With a horizon in the background, saying, and I quote, The cities in the background are approximately 16 miles apart. Where is the curve? Please explain this. I can explain that for you, Mr. B.O.B. Yeah, please do. The Earth has an average diameter of 12,742 kilometers. Okay. So, that's in kilometers, so that's even more miles. I don't feel like doing the math. But, it's a very, very far distance. Okay. Um, more than 16 miles. Way more than 16 miles. Okay. Cool, so, cool. In, so imagine you are standing on a basketball. Or not even you. Imagine an ant is standing on a basketball. That would be much easier than me standing on a basketball, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wait, <laughs> I cannot stand on a basketball, no. I can stand on a basketball. Good for you. I would love yeah, to see I that. Please show me. Over. Yeah, I can stand on a basketball. Show me, please. I don't have We'll find one. (laughs) (laughs) We go out across the street to this park full of kids. Yep. Hey, can 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 we we borrow your basketball basketball? just for one second? She just needs to stand on it. Stand on. We're bigger than them. We don't have to ask. (laughs) (laughs) We're trying to be respectful, Kaylee. We shouldn't steal from children. We could just say, "Give me your basketball." How about? May we borrow your basketball for five seconds, please? That's bullying. May we stand or, on and Or, pop your hey, you want to see something funny? Give me your basketball just as quick. 
Yeah, and then that would make the kids like me and want to follow me back to my apartment. <laughs> They're not stray cats. That's basically <laughs> what it is. That's basically what children are. <laughs> children. New conspiracy <laughs> made right now. All children are stray cats. All children are stray cats. <laughs> I'm keeping that in. trotted over the line and we're now swimming miles away from it <laughs> <laughs> okay but anyway yes. so um yeah imagine you're an ant sitting on a basketball yeah okay that ant could not see the entire basketball right that ant could barely even see the curvature of the basketball yeah because it's sitting on it because it's so small exactly and it's so small we are so small that is in why, the scheme of the earth exactly yeah. so that is why when we are standing on the earth and we are even taking pictures of it. However, I have a picture. I have a picture. I'll post it on the Instagram and the Facebook where you can see the curvature of the earth. It's going to be really minute though. It's right? minute, definitely. But that's also because the earth is 12,742 kilometers wide. Right. So like, it's really minute. However, it's there. I can see it. Yeah. Like, me and every single person that I was in that hotel with room could look out from our balcony and see the curvature. You huh. could see where the earth curves very slightly. It's very slight. It's very minute. Wait, but you can the see earth it. is huge. Yeah. It's very minute. It's very tiny. But you can definitely see it. And if I don't have a picture of me, one of the people that I went on vacation with does. Um, we'll get the picture. Yeah, the picture will will uh, post will be posted in co the posting of the picture will coincide with the posting of this episode. There, English. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. So I mean, there's multiple ways to disprove Mr. Beale's theory. One of them being literally the size comparison of an ant to a basketball. This this ant is hundreds of millions of thousands of an inch tinier than this basketball similarly to us to the earth so yeah, in, in fact i think the uh the ant to the basketball would even be the ant would be much larger yeah so there's yeah in comparison, comparison to us yeah yeah well. so there's literally no possible way for us to see the curvature of the earth considering we're on it right um, serious question though why are you wagging your id at us <laughs> It's your friendly neighborhood editor here to let you in on a little of the behind-the-scenes action in the making of this episode. The girls and I recorded over two and a half hours worth of audio for the Flat Earth Theory, and while I have condensed it down considerably, it still ended up being too long, so we decided to break this episode into two parts. So please join us in two weeks for the conclusion to this theory, and in between now and then, if you believe that the Earth is flat, please hit us up on Paranoia Percentage on Facebook, or email us at paranoiapercentage at gmail.com and tell us why you believe what you believe. You might just get featured in part two. You can find us on Twitter at Paranoia Percent, Tumblr as P-Dubs Podcast, and Facebook and Instagram as Paranoia Percentage.